T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I have recovered from what I lovingly called Hell Week. He cannot be trusted. I don't care how much money he gets, but you give it to him one year at a time. You know why? Because you got to make sure he's going to show up to work. I mean, that's part of what knocked me out on Thursday and Friday when I was ill was just the massive stress and precautions of Hell Week. He is one of the absolute professionals at missing work. I missed Jed Hoyer in person. I missed David Ross in person. Wait, by the way, one last thing. What do you think about Speaks not showing up today? Matt, what do you think? Yeah, it's absolute garbage. <laughs> Unacceptable. Unacceptable, right? You show, you post. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. I don't, if I get, if I have the sniffles, I don't get a day off. That's exactly right. All right, you got to go, but we had to get that in. Oh, my God. You know what, Rossi? It's not garbage, buddy. I couldn't speak. I had no voice. You hear me now? This still isn't 100% Spiegel voice. I wasn't 100% Spiegel voice when I showed up on Saturday at the convention and hosted the panel that I hosted with the business operations people. But yeah, I did I did show up for that. And we talk about all sorts of topics. but <laughs> Freaking Ross. Absolute garbage. You post. You show up and you post. We have a saying in the bullpen where it's like, hey, you have shoulder tendonitis or you tweak your hammy, but you still go on So we just say, just post. Just post today. I don't care what you're feeling. Just post. Well, I apologize. In a sort of penance, I work solo today. Will Purdue. Can you answer one question for me? Of course. Is your partner such a big shot that he doesn't work on holiday? Oh, God, it's such a good question. Looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Oh, that's terrific. One, two, three. Here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Thanks for hanging out. Good to have the whole band back together. Parkins, Spiegel, Shane Tanny, all here. Kevin Warren introduced to the media today. He also appeared on Bernstein and Holmes. We'll hear a clip from the new Bears president in just a matter of moments. They talk about winning in the margins and yeah. things just having to go your way. Yep. couple of things. One thing that just broke and then one thing that happened over the weekend in the margins for the Bears. The one over the weekend, the Ravens losing, locks them into their uh, draft position. If they would have won, 
It would have been a few spots later. Mm-hmm. They traded that second-round pick for Roquan Smith. So I believe mm-hmm. that the Ravens' second-round pick is now slotted to be like the 53rd pick in the draft, 54th pick in the draft. Okay, Not huge, but if they would have won that game, it would have been 58, 59, something like that. Yeah, no, that, that, so, that's see, definitely that's, that's better. I just wish the Bears still had their second-round pick. I, that was the I, look that crossed my oh, face. Oh, can't, can't undo that, but just saying that it was good for the Bears that the Ravens lose sooner than later for the value of the pick that they got. For Roquan Smith. And then this just broke. Um, looks like Rand Carthon has gotten the open GM job. With the Titans. With the Titans, where Ian Cunningham, Ryan Poles' number two, was... Had a, a second interview there. Was a finalist, and he was a finalist for the Arizona job as well. There is not another GM job open. Right, the Arizona job went to Monty Asenfort. Correct. So there's not another GM job open right now, but there were two jobs open. Ian Cunningham was a uh, finalist for both jobs. But what's interesting, this is a little wrinkle that has come in to encourage, uh, I think it was around encouraging diversity hiring within the NFL. But basically, like if you hire someone from another organization who's been there for a while, it's also to encourage organizations to develop and promote uh, talent, you get draft pick compensation, but the person has to have been with your organization for a minimum of two years. So if Ian Cunningham would have been hired away from the Bears mm-hmm. this year, they wouldn't have gotten that compensation. But now, assuming he doesn't get a job until next year's hiring cycle, he will have been with the Bears for two years. And it's not insignificant. It's Third round pick, isn't it? A comp pick. So after the third round. Right. So a comp pick for the 2024 and 2025 draft, assuming Ian Cunningham gets hired away next year instead of this year, the Bears, for having him, will get two extra sandwich picks, call it between, or end of the third round picks. So not in- bad. It, interesting. Yeah, Again, I, I little remember. thing in the margins. But. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I, I, I love that you remember that kind of that kind of crap. That's why the Lord invented you. I'm pretty sure. I think so. It's one of the reasons. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I remember the Niners got a pick or a couple of picks when Robert Sala uh, got hired away by the Jets, uh, and that was the first time I saw that that rule in practice. Yeah, and it's not so significant that it discourages teams from hiring people away, but if the Bears are going to hire this hot executive who was on up-and-coming lists from Philly last year and then he immediately got hired away, okay. But now Ian Cunningham gets to be here mm-hmm. for one of the biggest off-seasons that we've ever seen the Bears have. So he gets to help Ryan Poles. So he gets to help Ryan Poles navigate this off-season, and then when he gets a job, assuming next year, the Bears will also get to you know draft picks in the late 90s early 100s let me That's pretty good let me echo your thoughts and say that that is not insignificant so all right i agree agreement we all in agreement on that not insignificant we are in agreement this texture says it I is answer for you guys. Sorry. this texture says it is usual. it is such a preciously beautiful relief to have all four of you idiots back together Aww. again Thank you so much. So nice. And I missed you so much. Screw you, man. Yeah. (laughs) It's great.
I mean, we've been here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah At different it, times. The three of us have been here for a yeah, while. Yeah, the majority of it. None of you shows. were here yesterday. I was alone. Oh, th- that, that's because I respect Dr. Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to go to the Dominican and to Mexico, but I'll work on Dr. King Day. Speaks a notorious Dr. Martin Luther King hater. <laughs> hey, yeah. I was here, yeah, I'll work so on that I, day. I sang the praises of Dr. Martin oh. Luther King in transition. Well, we I were all together my, singing the praises. I used my voice. I, I used my voice and my platform. Interesting. Yeah, hey, Twitter world, yours truly. No. Uh, happy Martin Luther King Day, <laughs> incidentally. <laughs> oh, my God. Incidentally. <laughs> incidentally. Thank you, OJ. Oh. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear from. I was wondering. I missed Speaks in transition, but oh. now I really have caught up on all the Dr. Martin Luther oh. King remembrances. Incidentally. Because we've heard from Lauren Paul. I killed my wife and her lover, but I'm alive. Uh, happy Martin Luther King Day, incidentally. That is remarkable. Oh, God. Uh, that's spectacular. Uh, Kevin Warren was on. How did you celebrate, Tanny? How did you celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Day? Uh, quiet. Uh, yeah, right. As a doctor would have wanted. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yep. Kept it to myself. I'm like, you guys who can't wait to share it with the world how you celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Warren was on Bernstein and Holmes, oh, talked about the new stadium and the experience and what you could expect. I think what gives me the most pride, and I tried to do this, we did it as a team, was to create an environment where you felt as comfortable at U.S. Bank Stadium as you did if you would have stayed home. Because so many times I've been to, I've been to every NFL stadium, I've been to many NBA stadiums, Major League Baseball, hockey, and a lot of them feel like stadiums, like you're going to there and you kind of just deal with it for the three hours. But the thing that was top of mind for us is to create an environment that you actually felt worse than if you stayed home, that we created a, a familial environment that you would go, the things were comfortable, the food was good, it was easy to get around, you were around your 70,000-plus friends and family, and you would have FOMO if you missed out. So, And that, that took a lot of thought. And in doing that, we needed to make sure we had multiple ways for people to enjoy the game, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's standing room only, whether you were sitting on benches, you know, in the lounge area, whether you were in a suite, whether you were in the general seats. You know, whatever the case may be. So we did a really good job of making sure that we catered to the diversity of our fan base. I remember when the new stadium opened for the Niners in Santa Clara was similar stuff, right? Like, oh, wow, interesting. They have a lounge where you can watch all the games and the Wi-Fi is free and you can follow your fantasy teams just like if you were at home, right? Yeah. Things like that. It's a default now that you need to be able to see everything hear everything, have great internet signal, among other things, as you are comfortable watching a game in a way that is not just sitting on the cold stands at Soldier Field. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, expectations is going to be an interesting thing to monitor here. Um, I think it's very difficult to get in and out of an NFL stadium. I've never been to U.S. Bank Stadium, but I would imagine it's difficult to get 80,000 people out of that place. Adam Hogue said it's the best stadium he's been to in the NFL. I think he's probably been to damn near all of them, if not all of them, as a traveling beat reporter. But he also stays hours after the game to file his copy. It's not it's not difficult for beat reporters to, to leave NFL stadiums mm-hmm. because uh, everybody else has already left. Um, there have been punts that have hit the video board at AT&T Stadium. Uh, sometimes the sun that's, is... That's Dallas. In Dallas, yeah. Sometimes the sun is in people's eyes. 
at, at that same. You, at, at SoFi. There was a weather issue. Oh, my God. It was raining for the, the college national title game in L.A. And at SoFi, the rain was coming down onto parts of the upper deck, onto the TCU fans. Yeah, that's, uh, that's an oversight. Because yeah. there's a roof. And no walls. No walls. What's the point? Well, that's what they're talking. That's what they talked about. To it. save the birds, and I- this is why Danny doesn't care. <laughs> they want to save. They the want birds. a it's feel LA, of outdoors, but they want weather protection. It rains like twice a year in LA. Just happened to rain that day directly on TCU. Tough break. Uh, but so I, I think perfection is unattainable. But I also think it's basically impossible to mess it up. SoFi is awesome. They had a weather issue during the national championship game. I think it's impossible to to really mess it up because like the Bears messed up Soldier Field, right? right, right. Like I, I think that, that is a that is a relic of the past. I think that is true, but it is possible also to make it way cooler than it could be if you weren't any good at getting it made. You know what I mean? Like MetLife Met, Met in New York is considered to be pretty damn bland. Now they have a couple of things where it was complicated, multiple teams mm-hmm. sharing the stadium. MetLife's been open damn near 14 years now at, at that point, at this point. Right. But yeah, but, but some people are going to be better than others. And some people are going to be better than others, especially if you have the experience. And like he, he talked today about how, when you build a stadium, everything matters. Every line item matters. He made a joke about how he had all these different binders of things that he learned and worked on when they built us bank stadium and his, uh, and the folks, the cleaning folks in Minnesota said, should we throw these away for you? And he thought about it. He said, no, I guess I'll save them. And he said today, I'm really glad I saved those binders. Like, yeah. like who knows what volume of work that was and what those things were. I love the way he talked about the stadium. He said he thinks about it like a story. It's more than a building. If you just think about it like a building, then that's not really getting anywhere. It's got to be a story. So, What's going to be the story in Arlington Heights? We'll have years to think about this, but it's got to be something where people leave the city to go there, and it's as convenient, theoretically, as it is for people to drive from the burbs to that burb and go there. The story has to be, you know, I, I'm well, sure I think they're going to celebrate the heritage franchise yes. and the McCaskies the alumni, and the tradition and the Soldier 30 field. hall of famers that he mentioned today. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if like soldier field uh, was a, was a memorial for veterans. If they tried to recreate some aspect yes. of, of that, that'll be there. All, when, all that kind of stuff. The, what the residential areas will all be thematically appropriate that we've joked about the hotel and the coach suite, yeah. you know, but there is going to be stuff like that with the fridge, mini fridge yes. in each room, all that stuff. It's going to be there. Like he's going to think about the whole story of it. And I think that's the right way to do that kind of thing. Absolutely. And again, I, I hope it's awesome. I, I, I think it is going to be great. I want there to be a final four. I wish there was – I wish we got the World Cup. Didn't even apply for it. Uh, it's a big event. It's fun when those types of events mm-hmm. come, to, come to Chicago. I, do, do I go to all of them? No, but it's kind of cool to have them here. So a state-of-the-art stadium that can have a Final Four, that can have a World Cup, that can have a Super Bowl, that yeah. can have an all-star game, that can have those other types of things, the, it, another big concert venue, whatever the case may be, that's great. Br- br- bring it all here. I just think the like, it's interesting to read about what these other NFL teams are doing. Like Buffalo had to apply to the NFL owners to get yeah. approval for their new stadium. Tennessee had to apply to the other NFL owners to get approval. Jerry Jones uh, had to apply for some funding. There, there's it's just, exhausting. There's yeah, there's just it, like it, a too big to fail 
nature of these stadium things. It'll be interesting to see how special he pulls it off. I'm reminded of of, sure of, of the years with which we covered the the Wrigley renovations and the arguments that Tom Ricketts had with Alderman and how Mark Grody developed a tremendous impression of the Alderman Tom, Tom Tunney, Tunney yeah. just because it, it we needed something to lighten the freaking mood about that stuff. And the city would argue and, and all this stuff. This is all coming. Like the taxpayer stuff and the city of Arlington Heights oh, yeah. versus the state of Illinois and the public funding and the Bears being being painted as as the victim when they're actually the big heavy-handed behemoth that's trying to lean like all that stuff is coming and it's it's not a joyful part of sports radio frankly no and we can ignore as much of it as we want to if people concede you're going to end up paying for some of it and dude that's the other part of this where i think about like There's so much that's so exciting for Bears fans right now. Justin Fields, the number one pick, the cap space, believing in your GM, most people believing uh, in the coach, that the stadium is years and years away. It's going to be publicly funded, and we really don't know if the current ownership of the Bears can even afford it. Like We might be talking about ownership sale before we get a game in in Arlington Heights. Yes, or Kevin Warren leveraging some of his professional relationships yeah. to have company X, Y, and Z all buy in on the front end in order to make it happen, which is a process, I'm sure, to Ted Phillips and the McCaskies. McCaskies is daunting and unfamiliar and foreign. Like, yes, all that kind of, like, finance BS (laughs) that's going to have to get figured out. How much is public? How much is private? Who owns the Bears? All that stuff that's all going to play out over the next several years of the Parkinson Spiegel Show. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It sure will. Um, oh, man. Yeah, but like the, the the good stuff from today is, dude is incredibly impressive. Yeah. The days of dysfunctional Bears press conferences? I mean, Ryan Pohl seems good at it, and we know Kevin Warren's awesome at it. How about... Uh, how about George ev- is still there. <laughs> but how about every person who asked a question today? Every Every person... Very quickly, uh, you know, pretend you're pretend you're Adam Hogue, Shane. Yeah, and so like, uh, next question. Let's say I, I'm Adam. Hey, I'm, uh, Adam, I'm Adam Hogue, CHGO. Uh, Adam, good to see you. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, well, How are no, you doing? He didn't, didn't do that. How are you doing? Every here, Tanny, you play along. Go ahead. Oh, I'm John Greenberg. <laughs> hey, John, nice to see you. <laughs> Love you, John. Yeah, right? that's the kind of story I like around here. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Wait, hey, can I be Jason Leisure? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask me. Oh, uh, hey, next question. Hey, uh, Jason Leisure, Chicago Sun Times. Hey, Jason, how are you? Nice hey, to meet you. Why are you an idiot? <laughs> Jason, that, that's me, Jason, Jason, you're bald just like me. Why don't you relax, Jason? Hey, that, remember that decision you made one time? Stupid. But here's why. I'll tell you exactly why. That was a Jason Leisure shot. Guy, no, the guy no, asked no tough that wasn't questions. a shot at Jason Leisure. Yeah, no, he he asked, that was a, has, a compliment he, to his questioning. He, he does has, ask he tough questions. great tough questions. Oh, I got you. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, my point was, which was very poorly played out by my in my impromptu experiment, was that he was like super comfortable with the media, like saying hello to everybody, like before they could even get their affiliation out of their mouth. Makes you feel special. Yeah, he's gonna. It's a little political trick, you know. I, Kissing babies did, from the podium did one on ones with everybody, you know, like just 
Yeah, it, he, he had he came on with with Burnsy and Holmes. <laughs> a lot, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, no, really good. that's good. No, I mean, I, I, I was making fun of this earlier, but like Adam Johns tweeted out two pages of endorsements that they had printed out on the sheets of paper. And like, OK, it starts with NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. Well, that's a hell of an endorsement. The athletic director at Ohio State, Gene Smith, the athletic director at Wisconsin, at Nebraska, mm-hmm. at Iowa. All right. Guy came from the Big Ten. There wasn't a joint statement from everyone, but I mean, okay. Owner of the Vikings. He used to work there. Uh, the Michigan women's basketball coach. Well, that that's you know was included. There you go. Um, the president and CEO of Sleep Number. Yep, was included. Great beds. I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's his sleep score? I, I don't know. <laughs> I like it a little firmer. 83. <laughs> this is kind of strange. But uh, a lot of people that were. Do you think that was in response to Greg Sankey, the uh, SEC commissioner, who came out and and basically, you know, said, said I, that Warren's too ambitious and commissioners ought to stay where, where they are, essentially? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know, but it was basically just like, here's a packet with a bunch of small typed fonts that is two and a half pages long hmm. that involves Big Ten, NFL, uh, <laughs> charities, and just businesses of people endorsing the guy, which great. Uh, and I'm sure you can find stuff on the other side of it, too. It, hmm. it He is a relationship guy. He's a very impressive individual. A very impressive individual. Very impressive. He points to one moment in his life, one situation in his life that made him the impressive individual that he is today. All right, we can get into that. Plus, uh, get your questions in for one last thing. Text and twitch them in. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Are you kidding me? Tune in to Twitch. Afternoons on the score. I tell the story all the time. I was blessed with a Super Bowl ring and a Super Bowl trophy because Mike Jones made a tackle. At the one-yard line. Who? What's up, man? Mike Jones, let's go. What's up? (laughs) Who? Mike Jones. Back then, they didn't want me. Now they're all up on me. Man. I had to edit it. I do know the lyrics. That's a music reference. That was a music reference. And it was was above me, past me, and beyond me. Yeah, congratulations. When is Tributosaurus covering Mike Jones? Only, only when Danny is fronting the band. White on white, that's boss. I go like a little deep on Mike Jones, Danny. Not, not, not beyond the hits. It's a little too deep. Yeah, is it? <laughs> it's worrisome. Yeah, I mean, I, I had my, I had Danny, my era. let him have his moment. <laughs> I had my era. He's having a musical moment <laughs> yeah. here. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But yes, Kevin, Kevin Warren, uh, New Bears president. Mm-hmm. You were you were touched by this anecdote? Unbelievably touched. I didn't know about this. What happened to him when he was a child? He was ten years old, riding his bicycle to meet friends and play pickup basketball in Tempe, Arizona, and he was hit from behind by a woman driving a car. He flew thirty feet through the air, landed on a small patch of grass, which probably saved his life. Uh, put in traction, and then had a body cast. <laughs> that he was in. That he was in. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I'm thinking of 
the uh, the Dan Hampton cut, which we reference from laughing? time to time. No, <laughs> I know. No, I'm thinking of because we laugh and we're goofy. And we're, it, his it truck is. says here you got a Hamp story you want to tell us. Okay, yeah, this Hampton, is an honor to talk to you, sir. I met you with my eight month old daughter about got to be 26 years ago at the old Navy Pier, and she was in a body cast. The only thing free from her were her hands and her legs. And you were talking to me, and she put her arms up deep for you, and you picked her up, and she put her arms around your neck and gave you a kiss on the cheek. And I saw a smile come across that big old tree face of yours, <laughs> and it looked like you almost dropped a tear. And I just wanted to thank you for that. And to this day, she's 24 years old, and she still has that picture on her wall. And my question to you is, why do the Bears want to keep Jay Cutler in a pocket when, to me, it seems like he's much better when he's on the move? Oh, my God. This is the best call in score history. I think it's the best call in, sp- in score history. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is right there. You, Would so you say you, Kevin Warren's unfortunately a bike crash survivor? Yeah, so you can't. So you can't even hear the word body cast. I know I can't without laughing. Without eight month old daughter, she was in a body cast. Yeah, because I wonder how did that guy's eight month old daughter get in a body cast? What's that about? What happened? Oh my god. Oh, okay. It's terrible. So yes, that's my fault for mm-hmm. laughing at the idea of a body cast. But yeah, as no, Kevin Warren talks about it. It completely changed the direction of his life. Do we have him talking about this today, Chris Tannehill? No. Okay. Yeah, we do. Oh, we do. <laughs> this is Kevin Warren talking about that that year that he spent basically immobile as a 10-year-old. I think where it comes from, one of my parents were very detailed, but I think mine came from, from my car accident. You know, when you spend a year flat on your back, I spent months in traction. And I thought the fun was going to end then. I remember when the doctor came in and said, we got some good news. We're taking the pins out of your leg and you're out of traction. I was like, yes, until he told me the bad news is we're going to put a body cast on you. And so when you literally lay flat on your back for a year, year and go to the bathroom in a bedpan and all those kind of different things at 11 years old, um, you start really focusing. When you get out, your, your rehab is important. And doctor said something to me. He said, there are going to days, be days that you're going to have major progress and there are going to be days that you're going to make very little progress. But he said, never have a day where you don't make progress. And so because of that, you know, I, I wasn't a talented, you know, athlete. And, um, and, and, you know, but I was going to be the best condition. You know, I ended up running distance. I trained with the wrestling team. And uh, so I knew going into the game, I was going to be the best conditioned person. I was always going to shoot high free throw percentage. I could hit a 15, 18-foot open jump shot. Uh, I played solid defense. I pass. And then you look up and you can average 20 points. Because my dad would say, it's pretty easy to get 20 points. Just get five a quarter. That's how I kind of looked at it. And, uh, and so because of that, but you got to be in shape. You got to be around the basket. So I would just say, I just developed that attitude. So uh, to me, it's fascinating that he like, he spent a year essentially immobile, and he, he said it was an awful experience, but the greatest experience of his life gave him resolve. Had a mental breakdown. I had to rewire myself. So can you imagine as a 10-year-old going through that, and then you come out of that, and he's immediately like, and for the rest of his life, I think I'll always work hard. What an opportunity to work hard. And you could tell he was such an impressive guy as he talked today. That's where the makeup comes from, is going through that at age 10. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't relate to it. The closest I, 
But you can relate a little, right? Do you find yourself thinking about your body after back surgeries? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... You and I have talked about it some on the air, but a lot off the air. Yeah, it was not... My thing was not life-threatening. Right. Uh, but I guess, I mean, so I had... I have scoliosis. I had bad scoliosis. Had spinal fusion surgery. Was basically immobilized for four or five days. And then you start working your way back from it. Missed, you know, a month of school in high school. 15 years old. Very vulnerable time. Uh... And then on Halloween night, had the surgery in February. Halloween night was out with my friends, and an abscess formed on my scar, and a staph infection was there, which those can kill you, and ended up needing to have like three additional surgeries, including removing all of the instrumentation that was in again, which was then basically another one-year-long process. So for my sophomore and junior year of high school, I had two major spinal surgeries and three smaller ones, and it was a defining thing in my life right adversity insecurity uh not that I was a good athlete either but like wasn't certainly wasn't going to be playing basketball wasn't going to be playing golf wasn't going to be doing the things that I like to do sure and so yeah you but, like you, but think- your your work ethic frankly as a talk show host your work ethic is outrageous and exemplary do you think it's in part born of that horrific experience maybe maybe and my parents were I their work I always attributed it a little bit more to to my parents work ethic uh-huh. than to that it's certainly possible i'll just tell you this though man like i'm experiencing perspective that i would like to think that i've had but i'm ex- i'm dealing with it now right i'm dealing with um anticipatory grief um for my dad for a long time and my brother for a long time at a young age and i it sucks you'd like to think that like it makes some of the perspective of like getting your trip canceled to Florida and losing four suitcases. Everyone was like getting so mad on my behalf. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it sucks, but like, what are you going to do? What are you going to, what are you going to do? Like, you know, how, how angry can I really get about it? So just to talk about my own personal experience, Mm -hmm. but I'll say, so like the perspective is nice, but I'd really, I, I would personally rather have not had the perspective, got a little bit angry about the vacation going on and not have like these like heavy things in your life to gain the perspective. So if the question is like, would Kevin Warren have wanted the perspective? Well, that was going to be my question to you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if you could end up as an as impressive and successful and driven and seemingly principled and solid a person as Kevin Warren is. Would I spend my 11 to 12th year on this earth in a body cast? Correct. That's your question? That that was the question. Wait, she was in a body cast. Don't put it on the pole. I don't want um I if you could end <laughs> up with that level of of excellence and drive and 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 leadership and confidence. I mean that's an incredibly impressive person. All right, clearly. so hold on. You are asking us yeah. if we'd spend 2 years 1 year w- 1 year in a body cast. In a body cast to basically be immobile. To at 59 and then, years old to be the president of the Bears. Right, and, and probably be next in line to be the commissioner of the NFL. That's right. what you're asking? On the short list. To spend like what, what's likely my awkward year <laughs> in a body cast? Yeah, I'd do it. You would do it? Yeah. Yeah, you're going through puberty. You're pro- probably popping like the, the your first puberty random erections. So, so you're in a body cast. No one can see it. Thank you for making it even more awkward. <laughs> what? Well, I'm speaking the yes. truth here. Yeah, yeah, that, right. that is something that happens in yeah, that. P- pimples. 
pimples yeah. as well. Yeah. And you're hidden away I from the world. I thought he was going that? pimples. I thought he was going no. pimples. I was excited. You probably should have. In no. It's not dumpable. We don't have to erase that from the FCC. No. no. <laughs> Go down Stuff the hall. Happens. You just do uh, that down the hallway, by the way. I mean, I, yeah, I like big jobs and money so much that, like, I mean, Roger Goodell makes like $50 million a year. So, co- Commissioner of the Big Ten. I thought he only made $1 that one time. Yeah, that one time he, t- he took $1. Mm. I'd probably do it. Yeah, I would, I'd, I'd do it. It'd be, it'd be a tough year. It'd be a tough year, man. But the problem, I mean, he went through it without knowing what was on the other end. He like, didn't it'd be know. A lot, it'd be a lot easier going into it knowing what you're proposing. Oh, that's your a good scenario point. is a lot easier. That's than a his good scenario. point. That's a good point. You probably don't but also, gain the perspective the, knowing that I'm, there's a big pot of gold. How about, how about, how about this detail that he added to Patrick Finley in a, a good article here in the Sun Times about it? Kevin Warren had to have all of his meals through a straw for that year, and since then. He has never used a straw. He doesn't drink drinks with a straw. He's like, you know what? I've done that. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Like, he went through that and lived through that whole thing. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and not use a straw. That reminds me of that year I spent having my meals that way. I think the obvious, not follow-up, but way we apply this to us is, what would you sit in a body cast for a year for? Like, what would be the pinnacle of your life where you said, hey, Man. we're going back to a, a year 11. You're sitting in a body cast for a year, yeah. but you get X. Oh. What is that for you? Oh, boy. I mean, to me, it's like living living years 11 through 39, which I don't want to do again, to be honest <laughs> sure. with you. There's a lot of good ones in there, but sure. having to go through all that again. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's, it's life. It's obviously, it's just the uh, the very active living, Shane. That's what I'm grateful for. Okay. Every day. Yeah, but there's got to be something. <laughs> <laughs> nice car or would have been nice to see that game, though. Maybe do. Do I get to do a full Cubs game sometime? Throw out the first pitch, game? maybe. What well, you get to do a full Cub game, and you're oh, you're you, you know what? Throwing out the first pitch is overrated. I'll tell you where it's at. Is being an umpire for the first pitch. Wait, that's where the big fun is. Has he seen? The video of Clark no. imitating your first pitch. We got at the a lot Cubs to convention. catch up on tomorrow with regards to baseball. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I, I lost an argument on the air to <laughs> Clark the Cub, who I, can't speak. I actually heard that on the air. I heard that. I heard you like hammering away at Clark and for not wearing pants. You were in a diss match with Clark. And I, then was, he, I was getting laughs. I was I was up big. <laughs> big. But was then he came back rushing him and closed on you. And then he just trumped me it was i couldn't yeah it was mortifying oh my I god i thought about it all weekend <laughs> i lost a verbal uh, confrontation with a mascot who can't speak you know what i liked about that interaction he made a point to mention all the other mascots who don't wear pants he's done his research he's, he's done his research he has dealt with this this he's accusation <laughs> He's heard the criticism of creepy Clark with no pants, the Cub. Yeah. He's like, the fanatic doesn't wear pants. Yeah. San Diego chicken didn't wear pants. Yeah. Yeah. I still think that that's just like a misery loves company or like creepy mascots love company type of situation. I still Mm -hmm. think the point stands, but his reenactment in front of a large crowd of people. Of your pitch. Of my first pitch. (laughs) Gotcha. Being all dainty. It shows. It hurt. Yeah. And it's on video. And there was some eight-year-old kid who was hanging out with the broadcast and he filmed it. And then he brought it up to us, and, and Shane was like, oh, can you airdrop that to me? And then the kid was all excited, and he airdropped it to Shane. And then he was like, Danny, you want me to airdrop it to you? No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't, Luke. Why Why should I look at that when I, could, Luke. when I could look at the, at the very pitch in and of itself? Yeah, I threw a strike. 
I threw a strike at Wrigley Field, Luke. Well, it's a strike if we're talking about like Joe West strike zone. I, I got or it. Angel I, Hernandez. I got it. Eric Gregg. Without bouncing. <laughs> it didn't bounce. I'm here. I'm here for you. I got you. Luke and his dad sat there for the entire four hour show. They were great. Did they really? Yeah. That's awesome. I'm sorry I missed the show. Guys. Talk radio lover right there. It yeah. was okay. You were able to make it to your panel on Saturday. <laughs> I was. That's what really counts. We answer your questions for one last thing. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. Just one more thing, please. I thought you had a clock to punch. I do. I'm leaving right now. It's time for one last thing. Let's let someone else ask a couple questions. I just want to ask you. And then we'll come back to you. One question. How about that? Let's let everybody else and we'll come back to you. Ask any question. I just want to ask you. For anyone on the show. Then I can figure out who I want to answer to. I don't need your help with that. I just want to ask you. One question. Does anyone else have another question first? I got a question. All right. I just want to ask you. Thank you. One question. One last thing with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. We like to end the show with your questions. Shane gathers them from Twitch in the text line, asks them, we all answer. What do we got? From the 815, what's going to happen first, a stadium opening or a Bears Super Bowl win? Stadium, stadium opening. Oh, listen to you. Stadium opening is what, 2027, something like that? Well, the, I mean, the uh, one team wins the Super Bowl. There's no guarantee it will happen. There is a virtual guarantee that God. the stadium will open. When so did, so when, the odds are the stadium opening is going to happen before a Bears Super Bowl win. Yeah. When absolutely. did you stop believing in Justin Fields? I, I mean, my God. How many Super Bowl wins does Dan Marino have? I'll say Super Bowl win. Oh, my God. That would be incredible. On Twitch from Lamb1979, do the four of you enjoy being the misfits of the station? <laughs> hmm. God, we really bring down Tanny's reputation if that's <laughs> I was just thinking, God, I hope that's not how people see me around here as the misfits. Oh, I used God. to be the glue guy. You oh, know? I know. You're I, the establishment. <laughs> that was me. That was me, too. I, I was glue guy. I was the chemistry guy. I was a good vibes guy. Now I'm a misfit by association. Are we the misfits? Uh, I mean, by definition, yes, because our show is very different from the other two. I, I, I'm looking at it that way. Like, we, we have fun. <laughs> wow. Follow the rules. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. We like to have fun. Everybody should like to have fun. I think most people do uh, here. I don't know. I, I, don't, uh, I don't think we're actually the misfits. I think that we just... And here's the controversy. Yeah, listen. We love fun, yeah. right? Thank you. I, but I, I will say, ju- judge the show by how much we laugh. So more we laughed about of the show. I actually think that we do the show closest to the way that the old school talk radio vibes station stations used to run. You know what I mean? I actually so I don't consider us the misfits in that way. From Empath seventy five, what would your wrestling name be? Zigzag back. Zigzag back. <laughs> old zigzag back. <laughs> I don't know. You guys have been doing Spiegel impressions lately. You got one? I don't know. Apparently, yesterday I said he can flat pick it about. An, <laughs> yeah, I, someone on Twitter alerted me. To yeah, that. Sean and Charlotte, I think, caught that. I think I was talking about an infielder. Yeah, Hosmer. Uh, Hosmer. The same guy who I was doing the impression <laughs> you about. Yeah. I said he can flat pick it at first base. And apparently that's what you said in your impression. We have a lot to get to tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to jump off the rope now. I'm going up there. Uh, can I take Superfly from Jimmy Snooker? Because that was my guy. Yeah, sure. Ma- Maddie Superfly Spiegel. Yeah. Danny, uh, do you have one? you have a wrestler name? I guess I'll take it from Curtis Mayfield before that. Yeah. Um... 
like the 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 ultimate warrior, you know. The uh, ultimate warrior. Yeah, remember, you remember him, right? No. You know, um, the the social justice warrior. That would be oh, me. Yeah, oh, typical. Yeah. Yeah. I love the left. Uh, the butcher. I would call myself the butcher. Uh, the butcher. Yeah. Because mm. you massacre segments. <laughs> The guy have added value sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Need to Happy third birthday to the winner of Parkins versus Parkins versus Spiegel versus Spiegel. Owen Parkins, three years old today. Oh, no. Three. Happy birthday, Mike. Thank you. Three years ago today, missed Cubs convention. Wow. Missed an interview with Theo. Uh, Owen was born at 31 weeks and four days. Stayed in the hospital for 27 days in the NICU. Wow. And now he is a big, happy, opinionated, difficult. Adorable. Adorable three-nager. It kid, man. Uh, changed our lives, obviously. Love him so damn much. Happy birthday, Owen. Congrats to you and Steph. And um, Owen, I'm coming after you in football <laughs> picks next year, buddy. It's back-to-back years that you lost to him. Thanks for pointing that out. You finished fourth, is that right? I believe. Behind Ruben? Did I finish behind Ruben? I think you did. Oh, no. It was a rough year <laughs> for those picks. That was not good. Oh, God. Yeah. Happy birthday, Owen. Yeah. You little bastard. And Cody Decker. And Cody Decker. Oh, Cody Decker. And Dwayne Wade. We don't know him, but it is Dwayne Wade's birthday today. I saw that. On the old social media. So Chris Zorich is now going on with Molly and Hawk. Yeah, go ahead and catch Chris Zorich on at 725 with the very entertaining, fun, and informative morning show tomorrow. That'll be a good time. They're gonna have a great time with Chris Zorich. That's awesome. Well, you know, and and I and David Hall was up there today. So as always, you look forward to that show. I listen every morning with David Hall up there and got some questions in to Kevin Warren. Good stuff uh, today. Thank you to Adam Hogue. He joined the show. Thank you to Brian Gurch for the Twitch chat and video stream today. Good to have Gurch part of the program today. Shane Reardon, our executive producer. Thank you, sir. Chris Tannehill makes us sound better than we are each and every day. Man, tomorrow, dude, so much stuff from Cubs convention, from your panel, from Shane's bourbon session with the new White Sox manager. We, we have, uh, oh, some audio that you claimed never happened, but absolutely happened because we have the audio that we huh. need to get your thoughts on. I oh. don't know what that's about oh. at all. We got a lot to get to. Speaking oh, uh, for Matt Spiegel, oh, I'm Danny Parkins. <laughs> we are Parkins and Spiegel. Oh, this mortifying. is the score. Yeah. Really, really nice day today. Really nice. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.